Have you ever found yourself wondering about the role that Canadians played in old-time radio? Well, wonder no more. During the next 60 minutes, we'll delve into the careers of actors, writers, and directors who went abroad to find work, as well as those who stayed right here in Canada. Join me as together we explore Canadians in old-time radio. there everybody. I'm very glad to have you with me here for another edition of Canadians and Old Time Radio. I'm Devin Wilkins, founder and president of CATRA, the Canadian Old Time Radio Alliance. And if you would like to have a look up on our, our website, it's www.cotra.ca and you'll find some interesting snippets of information and some clips that I think you might like to have a listen to. Well, this week from our Made in Canada file, we have some music. The show is called Harmony House, and the episode is from March of 1947. 51st year from the stage of Vancouver's Orpheum Theatre, Maybob, the favorite household name of the nation, brings you the songs and music of Harmony House. Present Harmony House, starring the songs of Suzanne, Bobby Hughes, the Nabob Edson Bob, the music of Richmond Hyssop and his orchestra, and the big $200 question of the week with Darwin Bears. Bobby Hughes and Nabob Edson Bobs open the program with our feature arrangement of a bright melody to greet the exhilaration of spring. It's a good day. It's a good day for losing the blues. Everything you gain and nothing to lose, cause it's a good day from morning till night. I said to the sun, good morning sun, rise and shine today. You know you've got to get going if you're going to make a showing, and you know you've got the right of way.
Suzanne offers a note of cheer in the words of a new song. From the movie production, The Time, The Place, and The Girl, Suzanne sings, Oh, But I Do. You think I don't love you, oh, but I do. Orchestral scoring of La Cumpasita. Thank you. 
things gave nabob fame. Three well-known things which stay the same. Full flavor, strength, fine quality. These all are found in nabob tea. Yes, friends, it's the fine quality, full flavor, and satisfying strength which you get when you buy nabob, which hits the refreshment spot in Canadian homes. Tea, as it should be, has long been associated with nabob. For over 30 years now, tea drinkers who demand piquant enjoyment from a cup of tea have chosen nabob. So think of all three when you buy tea. Fine quality, full flavor, and satisfying strength. Buy nabob. as flowers bud in spring, romance blossoms with renewed promise. In sentimental styling, Bobby Hughes offers a lyrical serenade in a timely ballad, You'll Always Be the One I Love. You'll always be the one I love Every hour, every day, every has called forth the melody charm of many top hits of another era. The Nabobettes and Bobs add a modern rhythm twist to an oldie which is moving up fast among today's favorites, Heartache. Heartache, heartache, my loving you 
Suzanne fashioned a sentimental vocal setting for the anniversary song. Oh, how we danced on the night we were wed. We bought our true love wasn't Oh, 
as time goes by, this ballad favorite is still knocking out home runs for popularity. Musically speaking, Bobby Hughes adds vocal color to Too Many Times. Oh, you filled my heart with pain, left me in the rain Too many times I believed you when you cried, darling, but you lied Too many times If you called me, you could always find me waiting Hanging round your old front door to love you, but you're awfully aggravating, and you ain't gonna hurt me no more. Used to tell me that you'd stay, but you went away too many times. Should have learned my lesson once, but I've been a dunce too many times. Though it's over and through, I'll be thinking of you. Every time a wedding bell chimes Cause you left me standing at the altar Too many You'd stay, but you went away too many times. Should have learned my lesson once, but I've been a dunce too many times. Though it's over and through, I'll be thinking of you every time a wedding bell chimes. Cause you left me standing at the altar. $200 question of the week. North, south, east, and west. May Bob invite you to join our weekly contest. You don't have to be bright scholars. It's a simple thing to win the May Bob dollars. May your answer and the close the group on two. Listen in on Monday, be sure that you do. Get on your toes and be prepared. Here's Mr. Darwin Bear. Thank you, boys and girls. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Our four theater participants are now selecting their letters from the four Nabob drums. $25 can be won by each of them. Last week, one of our contestants failed. Therefore, this week's prize to the province of Alberta is $50. And here's the question we asked last week. In the nursery rhyme, Ding Dong Bell, where was Pussy? Well, the answer is, of course, Pussy was in the well. And now we have our first contestant bringing us up the British Columbia letter right up here, uh, Mrs. Uh, Lily Irvin. Is that right? That's right. Well, I'll take a look in the letter you brought me. It's got an ABOB coupon. It has Pussy in the well, right where she should be, according to this contest. And... Uh, it's all from Mrs. Violet Montgomery of Tronquil Post Office, British Columbia. So we send $25 to Tronquil, British Columbia, and we turn to your uh, musical selection, Mrs. Irvin. Are you all ready? Fine. 
just speak right up into this thing. Anything you want to say, right in here, just get right close. All right, you listen to this tune and see if you know it. Anybody seen my gal? And how high is my gal? How high is my gal? Five foot two. Five foot two, she is. There you are. Twenty-five dollars for you and Nabob tea bags. Congratulations. <laughs> Ross Mortimer has a traffic problem on the stage because our barrels are mixed up a little, but the Alberta one with fifty dollars attached to it is being brought up here now by uh, Joyce Townsend. Hi, Joyce. Hi. That's better. Now. We'll take a look in this and see uh, what we've got. We've got an ABOB coupon and Pussies in the Well, all of which comes from uh, Mrs. It is a little silly, isn't it? But they knew it. <laughs> Mrs. E. McFall, uh, I believe it is, of 1919 Park Road, Calgary, Alberta. So the Calgarians in our awesome audience tonight congratulate their fellow citizen in Calgary who's just won $50. And uh, now... Uh, Joyce Townsend, we're going to see what you know about music. All right, Ricky? Well, we got that amended a little. What is it? All through the day. All through the day. You you didn't mean it when you said all through the night, did you? No. no I know you didn't. Here's your $25 and 125 Maybach tea bags. Congratulations. <laughs> Here's Bob Thompson with the Saskatchewan letter. Hi, Bob. Fine, Warm out tonight, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you a bit. Well, Bob, uh, what do you do these days? Oh, I'm working at Vivian Diesel. And Vivian Diesel's. What do you do at the diesel engineering plant? Well, <laughs> a little closer, that's right. Bob's working in the machine shop. You work in the machine shop. You won't tell us anymore, eh? <laughs> well, I'm going to have to open this letter here find out what you did with the Saskatchewan contestant who has an ABOP coupon enclosed and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. John Shorten of 1116 Relatic Street in Regina has answered the question correctly, enclosed a grocer's name so there's a grocer's prize too and it all goes to Mrs. Shorten of Regina who gets her $25. Do you hear much music up in the uh, diesel shop, Bob? No, not at all. <laughs> None at all, eh? Well, a few years ago, you probably would have heard this tune quite a bit. All right, boy? Any idea? You got a girlfriend? No, no. Have you got a girlfriend? I'm asking you. You're a pretty girl. All right, here you are. $25 and 125 Maybach Seabags. You made it! He didn't really know that tune until he looked at the Maybach Bets, and that cleared it all up for him. Smile, girls. Now, here's Bill Mann. Hi, Bill. That's right. You're just right, eh? All right. I hope. You, you hope. <laughs> Nobody's lost yet tonight. An ABOP coupon and the right answer and everything here comes in the letter from uh, Agnes F. Giffen of 258 Sydney Avenue, East Kildonan, Manitoba. Have you ever been in East Kildonan? Yeah. Somebody has out here. We've got a lot of visitors on our uh, Civic Coast playground tonight, and we're going to switch right into your piece of music, Bill. All right?
I like a lot of other names. What are you, Wilder? Uh, I just want to... You just what? Something to do with Harry. Something to do with Harry. What do you think about I Harry? Just want... I'm just... Crazy about Harry. All right, crazy about Harry. Here it is, $25 after the wild guess, and you're perfectly right. <laughs> Here's next week's question. In Sing a Song of Sixpence, how many blackbirds were baked in a pie? Now, in close with your answer, Nabob Coupon, and be the winner of $25. Address all letters to Nabob, Harmony House, Box 400, Vancouver. Here's a tip in the direction of tea economy and convenience. Keep Maybob tea bags on the pantry shelf for those occasions when you want a quick, easy-to-brew cup of refreshing tea. For with Maybob tea bags, you can quickly brew your tea in a cup, each bag measured correctly for maximum tea enjoyment. Specially blended for easy, quick brewing, Maybob tea bags will give you full strength and delightful flavor of really fine tea. There's no waste in loss of tea leaves, and it's quite simple to get rid of the individual bags when tea is finished. And so, for an easy-to-make, delightfully fragrant cup of tea, buy Nabob Tea Bag. And here's the scoop in this year's Song of Revival. It's the voice of Bobby Hughes, backed by the Nabob Etts, in a Richmond Hyssop arrangement of a song sensation, April Showers. Oh, April Showers, may come your way. They bring the flowers that bloom in May. So if it's
From our Canadians Abroad file, we have an episode of The Zero Hour from May 27th, 1974. And, of course, the featured actor in that would be someone that you've seen in uh, Boston Legal, Rescue 911, and most notably Star Trek, Montreal-born William Shatner. Listening to the Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Kim Weisskopf's health chart of an epidemic family. Dr. Rivington, presumably. Starring William Shatner. In a mutual broadcasting system presentation of The Zero Hour. Brought to you by the Ford Motor Company, Shenley Industries, Matus Wine, Beechnut Chewing Tobacco, and Dial Soap. This is The Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. This is Hugh Downs with another car buyer's report from Ford. Comparing the total cost of ownership is the only way to be sure you get your money's worth when buying a new car. And Ford says there are three important considerations that make up the total cost of ownership. Purchase price, operating economy, and trade-in value. Don't overlook that last one, trade-in value. I'd like to give you some interesting facts about trade-in that are difficult for the average consumer to come by. Like the fact that based on a national average of NADA wholesale prices, both the 1973 Torino and the 1973 Grand Torino returned more of their original purchase price than their closest sales competition. The facts speak for themselves. A solid, well-made car will generally return more at trade-in. Ford says that's one of the reasons why Torino is the best-selling car in its class. The closer you look, the better we look. Money can buy many things, but not happiness and not health. 
Today, a story about greed and its inevitable conclusion, trouble. It's entitled, Dr. Rivington, presumably. Let us join the doctor now as he looks in on an elderly woman patient. You're a fortunate woman, Mrs. Wunderlich, though I have some rather shocking news for you. Am I going to die? I should think sometime you will, but not in the foreseeable future, seeing as we caught it in time. Oh, I'm so glad I came to see you. The other doctors told me it was all my imagination. Quacks, all of them. Hmm. Now, do you see this dark area on the X-ray, Mrs. Wunderlich? Yes. This is the beginning of what is commonly called a cancer. Oh, no. I've developed a method of curing cancer non-surgically. In fact, it's painless. Oh, but it must be very expensive. Well, I'm afraid so, but considering I'm saving lives, $10,000 is a modest sum. Uh, you pay on the installment plan, of course. Now, according to the forms you filled out, you have a son. Yes. Kingston Wanderlick. He's a millionaire, you know. Well, then, you're as good as cured. Oh, he mustn't know. I'll get the money. Take one of these pills before every meal and at bedtime. You don't have any small children around the house. I live with my stepson, but he's 35. Ah. Well, I'll see you next week, then. Yes, of course. Oh, thank you, Dr. Rivington. Dee Dee will show you out. You're a lucky woman, Mrs. Wonderlick. Oh, I know. Kingston Wonderlick. Isn't he the one who's always giving money to charities? He's the one. Uh-uh. Dinah, dear, isn't that outfit a bit extravagant? We are taking a commercial flight. Don't change the subject, Kingston. I want to know why we have to stop and see your mother. We both know how she feels about me. Dearest, we have to change planes there anyway. One day is not going to make any difference. Did you pack my medicine? Oh, you're as bad as she is with your prescriptions and allergy pills. I'm concerned about my health, and you should be too. After all, if I die, you stand to inherit a great deal of money. Darling, don't talk like then that. Then please go and change. Wear something more wife-like. For you? For her. What about Clarence? He'll be too drunk to notice either way. Uh, you rang, sir. Jensen, take the luggage down. Mrs. Wonderlick will be along shortly after she's dressed. Uh, yes, sir. Is that all you can say? Good for you. What do you want, a parade? The guy's a crank, I tell you. You're wrong, Clarence. Dr. Rivington is a specialist. Right, and I'm an astronaut. Oh, you shouldn't be drinking so early in the day. Go take one of your pills. Take them all. Oh, you're a very sick young man. Oh, that's funny coming from you. I just don't know what to do with you. Kingston will have to decide. I'm sick of Kingston. My whole life has been Kingston this, Kingston that. He's the sick one in this family. I'm going to ask Dr. Rivington to recommend a psychiatrist. For Kingston? No, for you. <laughs> Dr. Rivington, isn't that a name? Dr. Rivington is a very nice young man. And you know, he's always smiling. I don't doubt it. Oh, well, maybe it just seems that way. Up close, I noticed he has a small scar at the side of his mouth that sort of turns up like this. Uh, wait, wait, do that again. Like this. Where did you hear about this doctor? At the beauty parlor. I read about him in a pamphlet. I have his address in my purse. Are you planning to see him? As soon as possible. Oh, 
Good. Maybe he can cure you of your drinking. Yeah. And maybe he can. May I help you? Is the doctor in? Oh, yes, but he's indisposed at the moment. May I... Uh, uh, sir, you have to make an appointment. I don't need one. Dr. Rivington, I presume. <gasps> Clarence! encyclopedias. You, you always were resourceful, Carson. That disappearing act of yours wasn't bad either. You were drinking up the profits. I couldn't trust you any longer. But you can now. You're going to have to. <laughs> You're a panic. Oh, but you do look a little pale around the gill. Well, that's why Diane and I are going to the Virgin Islands to let the sun bake us to a golden brown. Oh, my son, the globetrotter. <laughs> Darling, shouldn't we be getting back to the hotel soon? No, we have time. Oh, you'll stay for lunch. I have cucumber sandwiches. They say cucumbers are good for stamina. Oh, Ma, we'd love to. Kingston. Oh, run along if you must, dear. <laughs> Uh, I have some shopping to do. You two enjoy yourselves. Oh, it was wonderful seeing you again, my dear. Yeah, a rare treat. Give my love to Clarence. Oh, an impossible woman. I've said that from the beginning. Mother, please. She's the type Clarence would find attractive. By the way, where is Clarence? He went to see a doctor. Clarence went to a doctor? What are those pills, Mother? Oh, these? Oh, nothing. Just a diet supplement. Oh, Yes, Clarence went to see a specialist about his drinking. That doesn't sound like Clarence. He's reforming. He told me he may even look for a job. Dinah? 
going in town? Are you at Kingston? Would you like a drink, sir? I'll have what she's having. Make it a double. Where's Kingston? At your mother's. Where else? Too bad cancer is not contagious. What do you mean? The old bag has cancer? Not really, but she thinks she does. And she doesn't want Kingston to know. Oh, too bad it's not the real thing. Well, I've got a deal with the doctor. She's going to have a long bout with the disease, but she'll recover. Does she have to? What do you have in mind? I can see that the money goes directly to you, Clarence. I'm with you so far. Then, after a period of time, we'll, um... Hmm. Well, that could be arranged. Uh-huh. Uh, good. Then it's settled? Uh, almost. I have a return favor to ask. I'm listening. You say you and Kingston are leaving town tomorrow. Could you postpone it, say, three, four days, a week? I don't see how. If you were to come down with something... A virus. Yeah. One that confines you to your hotel room. Uh, what floor did you say you were on? Tenth floor. And if Kingston were to discover that his mother had terminal cancer, he'd be very depressed. Maybe even suicidal. I couldn't push him out the window. I could. Then that cancer might just kick in sooner than anyone thought. Just our luck. We finally hook into a prime sucker and this dad says to show up. Can we do something about him? Indubitably. Huh? Without question, what? beyond the shadow of a doubt, yes. Well, what then? Clarence, uh, Mr. Dabbs, is a highly predictable character, a lush. Uh, uh, don't put that away. I need a drink. Not from this bottle. This is Mr. Dabbs's private stock. Huh? One shot of this, and he won't bother us anymore. You see, Dee Dee, we're going to kill him. Now we're digging ditch, and I'll never get rich, but I've learned me a lesson or two. You judge a good man by the dirt on his hands and beech nuts that the package chew. Since I was a kid, each thing that I did helped teach me what I'm telling you. When you fight, it's the win. When you're right, don't give in. And beach nuts at the back of your shoe. The great thing about being raised around here is they raise you on beach nuts, you and tobacco. Like they say, beach nuts, the tobacco to chew, because it just keeps on getting better, moister, more satisfying. Beach nuts, all you ever need to learn about chewing tobacco. Now, Poppy might yell, but he taught us kids well, and most things he said I still do. I'll live by my word, don't repeat what I've heard, and beach nuts the tobacco at you. Mrs. Wonderly. Oh, I want to thank you so much, Doctor, for giving Clarence a job. He must be very busy. He hasn't had a drink in two days. Mrs. Wonderlick. Is that my new x-ray? Yes, and I'm afraid it could be better. As you can see, the dark area has not cleared. Oh, is this it, Doctor? Uh, am I washed up? Oh, by no means, Mrs. Wonderlick. I have something far more potent. These pills have never failed. Oh, aren't they colorful? The dosage is the same as the others. However, the recovery period is slightly longer. 
And then the matter of money. They're exactly twice as expensive. Well, money is no object when it comes to health. My son will take care of me. Aha, good. When you come in next week, I'm certain we'll have more positive results. How do you feel, Mother? Well, the doctor says I'll pull through. Look. Goodbye, Mrs. Wonderlick. Goodbye, dear. Oh, oh, Clarence, will you be home for dinner this evening? Kingston promised to be there. How can he be? Dinah's still sick. Well, he said she'd be looked after. I'll try. I'll expect you. Don't wait up, you old hag. Ah, uh, 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 no respect, Clarence. Clarence, would you like a drink? No, thanks. Oh, but you must. We'll drink a toast to cancer. I said no. I've got to have a clear head today. There's some business I have to take care of. Family business. Kingston, open a window, please. It's so stuffy in here. Take your pills first. Those three on the dressing room table. Where did these come from? Mother. She swears by them. There. Now, will you please open the window? Yes, dear. I'll be having dinner with Mother. How is she? Very sick, I'm afraid. She has cancer. How terrible. You don't seem upset. Well, I'm not really. The man who told her is a quack. He calls himself Dr. Rivington, but he's an old con man named Carlson. Clarence used to work with him. What? Uh, 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 Kingston, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not sure I feel at all well. Oh, lie down, dearest. Those pills will make you sleep. I, I, I can't sleep. Please, Dinah, get back in bed. What, 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 what have you done, Kingston? You, you poisoned me. So I have. Oh, Kingston. Mother was right. She's dead. He did it. He, he must have. Why would she kill herself? Now, Clarence, get hold of yourself. Who's dead? He's mad, I tell you. He killed a beautiful girl. He kills all. He slashed. Now's our chance. Clarence, you need a drink. No. Yes. He, he must know about her. About us. Here. Now, you drink this. You'll feel better. Yes. Yes, I... Have another. Hmm, that was stronger stuff than I thought. S someone's coming. Quick, shut the door. Excuse me, nurse. Is the doctor in? Uh, we're closed. Ah, oh, Dr. Rivington. I'm Kingston Wonderlick. It's a pleasure. Oh, uh, uh, oh uh, I see my stepbrother's here. Out like a light. Uh, yes, Mr. Wonderlick. He's had a few too many. Poor Clarence. Dead to the world. He's just drunk. Yes, of course. I wanted to stop by and thank you personally for the wonderful way you've treated my mother, Mrs. Wonderlick. Huh? I'll do all that's in my power to see that you receive a grant to further your research. My uh, re research? Yes. 
in the treatment of chronic hypochondriacs. Oh, <laughs> I'd appreciate that, sir. Oh, I'm in a frightful hurry at the moment. There's a plane waiting for me. I wonder if you'd be so kind as to do me one small favor. I'd be honored. Since you're closing for the day anyway, could you drop my stepbrother off at home and put him to bed? Here's the key to the house and the address. Oh, well, it's the least we could do. Uh, yes, we'll do it right now. Oh, I, I wonder if I might use your telephone. Certainly, go right ahead. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll be going now. Uh, come on, Dee Dee. Uh, grab his legs. Uh, Mr. Wonderlick, be sure to turn out the light when you leave. Will do. Ciao. Hello, police. I want to report a murder. Yes, a man and a woman. So glad you decided to come with me to the islands. It's good for you to get away. Oh, yes, especially after all that happened. I, I still can't get over that nice Doctor Rivington and his pretty nurse murderers. Mm. Oh well, I still have you, Kingston. When we get back to the states, you'll move in with me. I'll take care of you, Mom. <laughs> oh dear. I do believe I'm coming down with something. Aren't you glad? Glad is what happens when you use dial soap. Aren't you glad? It starts right out with a clean, fresh scent that's like nothing else. Aren't you glad? To get you going clean and fresh. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? Dial washes away the cause of odor on your skin. You just can't buy a better deodorant soap than Dial. And that's saying something. I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes, exercise your imagination, and join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour. Presumably is an original radio drama adapted by Kim Weiskopf. William Shatner was heard as Kingston Wonderlick. Featured in the cast were Irene Tedrow, Sam Edwards, Ali Robbins, Marvin Miller, and Alice Backus. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Colas, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System. Thanks so much for listening. Have yourself a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now.
If you've enjoyed the shows you've heard during the past hour, be sure to tune in again next week, same time, same station, when once again, we'll listen to programs that are remembered today thanks to the involvement of Canadians in old-time radio. This is Devin Wilkins speaking.